Again. Me and the guys have to get to a banquet in Canton, you know where the Hall of Fame is, and we took a wrong turn somewhere. Look, we started out here on I-70, we're coming across here, we went up 104, and we took the 49er, then we we're going to take a shortcut. We go 10, 12, 48, huh? And we have to hit Canton. Damn, we have to hit it hard. And I don't know where the heck we are. And that was the voice of late great football coach, John Madden, who we heard just an hour ago, died today at the age of 85. That was his little cameo in Little Giants. He has one other one, um, but he's a true legend and a big loss of NFL, where FS1 is re-showing his documentary tonight, right now, on FS1. And they're also doing it again tomorrow. Um, but John Madden, great announcer with the legendary Pat, Pat Summerall, head coach of the Oakland Raider, Raiders, Super Bowl coach, Madden football, Madden just, just football video games, Super Nintendo, Sega, and... I'm sure that the 2023 Madden cover will now be him. Or at least it should be him. To where maybe every year they put out two covers. One for him and one for an active player. Or or if it's just a one year thing, do that next year. And a good idea for next year Maybe do Madden moments, but just for him. To where it's just big games that John Madden won. Stuff that he did, stuff like that. That would be pretty creative to honor his memory. But it's nice that he stayed alive to be a part of that documentary. And hopefully... In the next couple of years, we'll see a nice 30 for 30 on John Madden. But big loss in the NFL football community. And uh, it, it sucks when anyone dies. But luckily, me and James were alive enough to appreciate and know John Madden. If you weren't, so sorry for you. You just have YouTube highlights. John Legend, John John Madden, sorry, John Summerson, John Legend, that was terrible. John Mad, John Madden, the most the most decorated decorated football coach of all time. You know, started started his career with the Oakland Raiders under Al Davis, the moniker just win, baby, win. You know, he wound to have a legendary broadcasting career with, like you said, with with Pat Summerall. You know, he was larger than life. Every time you hear Pat Summerall, John Madden call a game. You know it's a big game. You know it's. You know how important that game is. I remember, ironically, the first time I heard John Madden and Pat Summerall, it was it was the it was the NFC Championship game in 2000 between the Giants and the Vikings, and just hearing them, the chemistry, them going back and forth, it just made it feel important. Obviously, it was a playoff game, so the playoff game is way important. But just hearing them call important games. Just hearing them together in the booth, man, it just made it feel like that game was elevated and even more important so when it's the playoff game. 
especially with the legendary Madden games he had. I remember them coming out for the, the Nintendo, the PS4. I remember having one with Ray Lewis on the cover and Mike Vick on the cover and Donovan McNabb. The Madden games were fantastic growing up, man. You know, just hearing John Madden talk, you, you will never find another color commentator as great as John Madden. And his coaching wisdom goes no bounds. That's why you have the Madden, the Madden Academy. You always have, like, the Madden cards. Everything that involved John Madden was his creation. And it's just what he did with 85 years of life, man. Just he, he will forever forgotten more football than anyone will ever know. And this man is a legend. I'm glad that me and Nick appreciated the greatness of John John Madden, and especially when Keith McPherson put a tweet out, so I'll give John Madden his flowers, because a lot of the, a lot of the kids younger than us don't appreciate how special of a man John, Le John Madden is, and John Madden is a fantastic, not only football mind, football announcer, but, but just a genuine human being, and he will forever be missed, and our condolences go out to the Madden family. And all those who know him, it's a tough, tough loss in the football community. And tough loss for, for for life because we lost a gentle giant that is the great John Madden. That's right. Um, we are two weeks left of this NFL football season. And I originally wasn't going to talk about it, but you got to talk about it. There's no way to not talk about it. And... You know, we have football. So, right now, the one seed goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. The two seed goes to the Tennessee Titans. The three seed goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. The four seed goes to the Buffalo Bills. The fifth seed goes to the Indianapolis Colts. The sixth seed goes to the New England Patriots. And right now, the seventh seed goes to the Miami Dolphins. So, right now the Bengals will play the Patriots. I have good faith that the Patriots will get to the, the divisional round. Titans would play the Dolphins. Titans would win that game. The Bills would play the Colts. If Colts have everyone healthy... I still don't think that's enough to beat the Bills. So, in this scenario, the Chiefs will play the Patriots in the divisional round. Then, the Titans would play the Bills. So, we'd be lining up for a second consecutive year, most likely, of Bills Chiefs. So, in that situation, I would say the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Um, what do you think? Um, with the way that is playing out, it seems like the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I mean, I guess if you want to put a sleeper team, um, you can probably put the Colts for their running game, but. You know, obviously, you know, the loss of Wentz with COVID issues. I'm sure he'll be back by then. Um, 
you know, the Bills are, are, are an interesting team, but they're just so inconsistent. But it seems like in the AFC, it's pretty much the Chiefs um, conference to lose. Um, the Patriots would, would pose an interesting threat because of how good Bill Belichick is. But, you know, but Mac Jones in the postseason, is he really ready? Not really sure. Um, I don't trust the Bengals yet. They're not ready for it. You know, they're, they're too young. Um, but and plus the Bengals actually haven't won a playoff game in 30 years, so I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, I, I, I kind of agree with you, Nick. Um, it's the Chiefs Conference goals. And right now for the NFC, Packers have the one seed. Cowboys, two seed, 11-4. Rams seed, three seed, 11-4. Bucks, fourth seed, 11-4. So those spots could change. Cardinals, fifth seed, ten and five. And in the hunt. But right now, currently, 49ers have the sixth seed. Eagles have the seventh seed. So Cowboys will beat the Eagles. Super, super easy to understand that. I I think that's easy to know. The Rams. I think will destroy the 49ers. Bucks Cardinals. Very good game. Very good game. Assuming this game is. Now, now whether it's played in Tampa or Arizona, I think the Bucks will win anyway. But. So, there's that. So then we would have the Packers. Versus Packers versus Bucks in in the divisional round and Cowboys Rams. So Cow Cowboys Rams. It all depends what kind of Matt Stafford it, it is. But I would give the edge to the Rams. Packers Bucks. Bucks team, same team that that the Packers faced last year. Packers, I mean, ran ran no Cobb difference. Right now, they're him and Devontae Adams are pretty much at a good level. So that's that's a toss up game. That's a pick 'em game. Either team can win. But no matter what the title game matchup is, Rams versus Packers or Rams versus the Rams versus the Bucks. I if it's Rams Packers, obviously Packers are the home team. If it's Rams Bucks, then obviously Rams would be the home team. So I think the Rams would have a better chance against the Bucks just because they would be the home team. Not that I think they would beat the Bucks, but being home helps. But either way, I think we're gonna see Packers Chiefs or Bucks Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Now, if it's Bucks, if it's Bucks Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I would like to assume that it's not gonna be like last year, and I would like to assume that it's a closer game. With giving all things even. 
I will I would take the Bucks and a win because they'll have two weeks to prepare, two weeks to rest, and with Antonio Brown, that's that's the key. If him and Gronk can stay healthy, that's the key. If it's Packers Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes gets the second Super Bowl. The only way the Packers will be able to beat the Chiefs is he has to play perfect. He has to score on every drive. Whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, he has to score. And if there's a series where they don't score, the Packers defense got a hold. Now, Packers defense may get one hold. They may get two stops. I don't think it'd be back-to-back stops. So, that would be a problem. Because let's just say... Let's just say Packers score a field goal. Chiefs get a touchdown. Packers don't score. And let's just say Chiefs get get stopped. They have the punt. Pack, Packers then have, a, have to score a touchdown on that next drive. Um, but the NFC is more closer than the AFC. Vikings and Falcons and Saints are very close at 7-8. and eight. So, I'd still say the Packers would beat. No, I mean the Cow- the Cowboys would still beat the Falcons and Saints. But I think if the Vikings get in, the Vikings have a chance to make things interesting. I think the Vikings can give the Cowboys a little bit of trouble. But that would be a bad thing. Because the Vikings ain't beating the Packers. So, you want the best possible playoff game, you know, going forward. But what do you think about the NFC? I mean, if the, I mean, if the Vikings get in and they play the Packers, I think that will be a fantastic matchup for Aaron Rodgers. I think that would be great. But, but me, me being, but aside from me being selfish, because I do want to see Rodgers get in, the NFC is tougher to call. It is hard to call. I mean... The Bucks are decimated with injuries, man. Obviously, now we just heard that um, Bruce Arians is now in COVID protocol. Um, the, 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 the Bucks are decimated with injuries. I mean, Goblin's out for the season. Fournette's um, danged up. You got Mike Evans danged up, and now he's on COVID protocol. I mean, you're really relying heavily on AB and Gronk as long as those two stay healthy because you've seen their, their backs with Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. They ain't cutting it. So... I think the road to the Super Bowl will be tougher. Obviously, I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady because, well, he's Tom Brady. But as of right now, if you were to tell me the likelier team to come out of the NFC, it definitely feels like the Packers because the Packers are the more healthier team, especially getting um, Jair Alexander back. So I would go Packers as of right now because the Bucks are not healthy and it's going to be tougher for Brady because because with with Evans compromised God went out for the year Fournette dinged up and Shaq Barrett out for at least the regular season so the the Bucks are more dinged up Packers are more healthy so if you were to tell me the matchups right now it would be Packers Chiefs as of right now but things can change okay 
So, with not judging it just off healthy, judge it off a better team. Well, right now the Packers are playing better. So, as of right now, it will still be Packers Chiefs because the Packers are playing better. They've won. They've won. They've won a lot. Of, they've won. I think like the same amount of games as the, um, the Chiefs did. So, judging by the better team as of right now, it's the Packers because they're playing better right now than the Bucks are. Even though the Bucks just beat the Carolina Panthers, let's be honest, the Carolina Panthers are not that good of a team. They play the Jets, who are terrible, and the Pack, and the, then they play the Panthers, who are also terrible. So. I'm, as of right now, who's playing better and who's the better team? I'm still gonna go with the Packers as of right now. So, I, so right now, it's still gonna be Packers Chiefs as of now. You didn't even answer my question. I didn't I, say who's playing better. Well, I said the Packers are the better team because that's but a better they're record. not the better team. They are the better team. <laughs> No, they, they're they, not. they are. They have the better record. They have a, what they have does a that mean? That they have the better the record. The Packers are, have they, a better record going into last year's title game. Right now, the better we're going on this year, and this year the Packers are a better team. So right now, I'm just still be, rolling with the Packers. Just because they're playing better right now doesn't mean they are the better team. The two are not the same. Thing. The Packers, who has the best record in the NFC right now? What does that mean? That doesn't mean they're the better team over the Bucks. They are. They're playing better, and they are. Playing and are, they both, they are the better team. Right no, now, they're, they're the better team, and no, the Bucks are not the better team right now than the Packers. I'm sorry. The Packers you, are you not better than the Bucks. Take, take your Brady fandom out of it. The Packers are take, the better team. Take your sucking of Aaron Rodgers begging for so he wins his second championship out, out of your head. The Packers are the better team. It's it's really not that hard to cop maybe Shannon Sharp says it. A lot of the experts say oh, it. Oh Shannon Martin Sharp. Spears. Ooh. Martin, oh Martin that's right. He, he's not a Brady it. hater at all. That's right, of course. Marcus Spears says it. Jeff Saturday says it. Mina Kime says it. So a lot of aficionados say it. The eyes tell you that. The Packers are right now the better team than the Bucks. I'm sorry. They're right now the better team. And they have the better record. Sorry. And, and and their quarterback is playing better. Now, overall, Brady is the better quarterback because... That's you know, the difference. Brady, the right goal. there. Boom. That's the difference. That's why I answered his box. Because of the... Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let me ask you this. If Brady, if Brady played like he played against the Packers last year, do they still win? Will they win that game this time around? They won it last year, so I'm gonna say yes. Because I doubt that. When when push comes to shove, okay, as unfair as it is, if the Packers linebackers look at Brady the wrong way, he's gonna get a rough in the passer call. He's gonna get an offsides call. It is what it is. Until it becomes any different, that's just what it is. Because the difference is, Rodgers is a running quarterback. So if he runs, as long as he's inbounds, 
They're not going to call roughing the passer. But if Brady goes on his little runs, and he gets close to that sideline, and it's a close hit, roughing the passer. Automatic first down. We've seen the story before. We've seen the movie before. We know how it ends. Tom Brady's going to march down the Lambeau Field. The frozen tundra. Aaron Rodgers has to play a flawless game. But the defense is they're not going to be able to double Antonio Brown the whole game. They're going to make the mistake. Brady's going to find that mistake. And let's just say they do take care of Antonio Brown. The title game is, what, five, six weeks away? So, it's very safe to assume that they'll have Shaq Barrett for the divisional game. They can breeze through the wildcard round. I'm sure they'll win the wildcard game by 15 plus points. Which yeah, means, the wildcard game is easy. Which means they'll be able to rest Brady and others halfway through the fourth quarter if they want to. So, with that happens, they get Shaq Barrett back with with the wild card game in hand, get Gronk off his legs. The, they'll probably play Mike Edwards and Antonio Brown just, just to keep them in rhythm because they missed a lot of football, right? Which is why Mike, Mike Edwards played every single snap the, the, the other day. Antonio Brown played 80% of the snaps. And they're going to keep on doing that. So, the question becomes, who would you choose? Aaron Rodgers? Devontae Adams and LaFleur? Or Tom Brady? Antonio Brown and Bruce Aaron? between um, LaFleur, no, Arians got the Super Bowl wins, so I can't really call that a wash. Um, uh, if it if it all comes down to the quarterback, we'll do gold things. I'm just saying as far as right now, going by right now, the Packers are right now the better team. Because of for this particular season, oh, if it came down now, the game, well, we don't know. The game doesn't get played yet, but obviously you're going to pick Brady because of the stats. The accomplishments, the big games, Brady's been there, done that. But right now, I'm still going to take Aaron Rodgers. He got something to prove. He's, you know, he's trying to win. He's trying to chase that elusive second ring. Devontae Adams is playing fantastic. They're going to get Randall Cobb back. They're going to get healthy. And you gotta understand too, when you're compromised, as the pay, as the um, as the Bucks are, it does play a factor. As you saw in that Saints game, <laughs> they they could have used they could they could have used Antonio Brown against the Saints. I'm, I'm just saying they got Antonio Brown back. Right there, you go. Against- Do you know they're seven and zero with Antonio Brown in the lineup this year? I understand that Antonio Antonio Brown's and Do you correct. know that the Bucks? Will not be facing the Saints in the playoffs. 
I'm not, no, 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 they weren't. So you bring that up does absolutely nothing. It's a nothing oh, burger. And at the end really. of the day, it is. It's, 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 it's a nothing burger. Because if they're not going to face the Saints in the playoffs, who cares what their history is against the Bucks and Brady? It does nothing. It's a nothing burger. And again, it's also a nothing burger that the Packers are better than, than the Bucks right now because you clearly would take Brady over Rodgers. So at the end of the day, you're just blowing smoke, man. All I'm saying is that with the way that the Packers are playing, it's hard to bet against them. Obviously, if you're still holding on to it's Brady because he's Tom Brady, I understand that. And there is still a chance that the Saints could still make the playoffs and the Bucks still could get that two seed. The Bucks get that two seed, the Saints get that seven seed, that's going to be a problem. Especially even though the Saints don't got a quarterback, they still beat. They literally beat the Bucks without a quarterback. Come on. And without Antonio Brown. <laughs> that's that's the difference. And, so you mean, and they, they playoff still, Brady. They still got playoff they Brady. Still got okay. Playoff Brady against New Orleans Saints. What's the record? Go ahead. Talk to me. Tell me the record. I know the record. Wanna know. Wanna know. That's all that matters. The 0-4 don't matter. Sorry. Well, you can take the Bucks. I'll take the Packers, and we'll see who's right. <laughs> Would you bet money on that, son? Without, Mr. We Confident? Mr. Ballsy? We, 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 we will talk until that matchup gets into fruition. Until then, we'll, we'll, we'll table that for another day. That's what I thought, little buddy. Because you know you would never... You would never bet against Tom Edward Patrick Brady. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Um, today yeah, yeah. was also episode 7 of Man in the Arena. And it, it was super special. Not because it's obviously about 23 in that season. But it reminded me. Of what that year was for the Brady family. That year. Galen Brady. Came. Saw. And conquered. Not only breast cancer. But lymphoma. And that year. The Brady family didn't go to a single Pats game. Tom Sr. wouldn't go without his wife. That's never happened before. They'd go to every game. Even throughout that whole playoff run. And he also has three sisters. The whole family wasn't there. Giselle was in Costa Rica at at that time. And he mentioned how that suspension... Worked out great for him and Giselle's relationship. Because he traveled to Costa Rica during week three. And the week of Super Bowl, that Tuesday, 
Tom Sr. and Galen Brady flew to Houston, Texas. And the whole family was there. See his son play in the Super Bowl. But it's just amazing how sports can bring people together. And just to know how in that regular season, Tom Brady was 11-1. and one, Had over 20 touchdowns. Missed four games. The Pats were 3-1 and one without Brady. If Brady plays all 16, that's an MVP. His stats were so good, people seriously considered giving him MVP votes. But ultimately, he didn't win that MVP. Just because of the missing four games. And I will still say. The Flategate. Not an issue. If you're a Colts fan. And you still want to hang on to that. Suck an egg. But. With him going through that whole entire playoff run. While his mother was in chemo. And just kicking ass. Okay. That's hard. That's important. And so if you ask me, she's the real MVP. Anyone who who could beat cancer, that's hard. It takes a lot of focus. And not everyone can do it. It takes a lot. It takes down a lot of great people. But how she beat two forms of cancer at one time. That's awesome. She's, she's the GOAT. Honestly, she's the best. I think that, and I did see episode seven, and and I'll, and I'll, and, and I'll be pull, pull people behind the curtain. At first, it was like, oh, great. They're going to talk about 28 to 3. Da-da-da-da-da. Brady's the GOAT. But seeing, but for forgetting that Brady actually was suspended for the first four games. And I actually did not know about the rocky relationship with the marriage between Giselle and Brady. And I just remembered about about Tom Brady's mom fighting cancer. That, to me, I think if you would ask Brady what Super Bowl means the most to him, um, personally, when you, when you take a step back, I think that particular Super Bowl, that fifth one, not just the comeback, but everything leading up to it, that's the most special one. And, man, that was just, it was just incredible, incredible, the perseverance that Brady's, that, that Brady's mom went through, man. That, that's, that's a warrior right there, man. That, and I had a tear in my eye because cancer, cancer really is terrible. But God bless her for kicking two forms of cancer right in the ass and saying, fuck cancer. That's right. And now to end this pod. Gonna, gonna do a quick Pats talk. Um, wasn't worried after, wasn't worried after the Colts loss, cause they had first in the AFC East. But now they don't. And after their seven game win streak, they've done nothing but lost. And. They play the Jaguars this week. So they should get a win. And that will put them to 10 on the season. But if it's anything less than a blowout of the Jaguars, 
to me, Mac Jones needs to be able to score four touchdowns. And the Pats got to put up like 43 points and give up no more than 10 for me to be satisfied. They can win. If it's a close game, that's not good enough for me. I need to see a blowout. The Tom Brady Patriots never did good in Miami. Never. That was his hell to go to. The Patriots lost a lot of goddamn football games, including the miracle of Miami that that led them. Shut the fuck up. That led them. To that stupid Tennessee Titan playoff game. <laughs> Shut up. I'm talking. This rude motherfucker. So. They need to finish. 11-6. They can't have another loss. If they do. They don't deserve. To make the playoffs. And. I'm not even sure how far they'll get past a wildcard game. But the reason why they have to win out, they can't go past six. They So, otherwise, then they won't get past the wildcard round. So, that's mostly important. The defense has lost that. Mac Jones has regressed. Not that he's giving a lot of turnovers, but he's. It feels like he's not trusting himself to make the right call. Can't just rely on Damian Harris. The Pats scored three touchdowns against the Bills, and all of that was on Damian Harris. And when it's fourth quarter football, four minutes left, you just can't run the ball. So. And they couldn't stop the Bills. The Bills didn't pump one goddamn time. That's a problem. So, as much as people give credit for Mac Jones now, he's not a horrible quarterback. People talking that nonsense got to stop. This don't make him a horrible quarterback. But it just reminds people that, hey, he is a rookie. So, people got to remember that. Now, yeah, a lot of people was giving him a lot of praise, but you still got to remember, it's still a rookie. He's he's progressed more than any other rookie in the NFL. So, at the end of the day, he could truly do no wrong this year. He could go 0-17, he's a rookie. He could go 17-0, he's a rookie. He could have gone 15 and whatever. He's still a rookie. So, this is the year where they can, you know, see what happens. And we talk about more next year. But overall, Patriots got to play better on every side of the football. And so, they should win this week. If they don't, then that's even a bigger problem also. Because then, to me, a win against Miami wouldn't really matter. Because I'm sure the Dolphins will win this week as well. So, that's not great. If Pats lose and Bills win, that will definitely guarantee the AFC to the Bills. But, hopefully it changes. 
and quickly talk about your trash, 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 New York football giants. Trash. Um, quickly, um, on the Giants, obviously, um, I was talking to Keith Pierce, not on the fan. Um, giants, uh, we'll go with Adam Schefter about bringing back Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. Look, I'm, I would bring back Jones for this year. I would not pick up his fifth-year option. Um, if you want to bring, if, if you want, if you're high keen on bringing back Joe Judge, fine, whatever. But you better bring in your own manager, and you better give him the assurances that fine, I'll keep Joe Judge. I'm pick it up to a one in five, one in six start. I'm canning him because you, you're ten and twenty-one, broken as a head coach. You've lost five games with more, more than again losing by more than twenty points. The Dallas Cowboys scored more touchdowns in one game than you have scored in five weeks. It's unacceptable. I bring back Jones, but I get a competent backup like a Marcus Mariota to come in and push Jones to be better because Jones does have the tools, but he can't stay healthy and he makes terrible decisions. Offensive line needs to get fixed. Just finish out the year strong. You got the Bears. You got the football team, you know. It wouldn't surprise me if the Giants get blown up by those games. It wouldn't surprise me if the Giants win either of those games either. The thing is, you're going to have a top 10 pick with your pick. You're going to have a high pick with the Bears pick, too. Use those picks. Fix the offensive line. Address the defense and free agency. You don't need receivers. You have good enough weapons as it is. You need to fix the offensive line. And you need to get weapons, man. Get weapons, not weapons, you need to fix your offensive line, you have weapons, fix the defense, and more importantly than not, if you can fix the defense and fix the offensive line and get a better offensive coordinator to actually create plays, then then you can actually be competitive because the NFC East is a very weak division. So if you can be at least somewhat competent, you should be able to compete with the Dallas Cowboys because the Cowboys are pretty much overrated. So that's all in the Giants. Well said.